twin. Put Dex on the phone. Dex, who the fuck is these bitches texting you and calling your phone? What are you saying? Any damn thing. No, I don't give a fuck. You left your shit in my car, so I'm obligated to go through it. What do you mean? Mad, mad, mad. No, you're mad. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe Question Mark. I'm your host Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me is it's your boy Stitch. What's up, people? I know y'all been waiting. Yes, waiting long for this one. So much to go over. Oh my God, here it is. And I'm going to tell you this right now. They should have heard the intro of Hose Mad on this. One. We got to do that. So uh, hopefully, y'all like that uh, that awesome song, Hose Mad. Um, we got to start with just the playoffs and lessons learned. I think. Well, yeah, um, we concluded the NBA season. Yep, yep. Um, it was a really fascinating one, and we saw a lot of storylines take place and change Plenty. and evolve. Plenty. Um, we saw the, the Warriors come out and do their thing at first. Uh, we saw uh, probably one of the most amazing series clinching shots with Dame Lillard. Hitting it on yeah, OKC. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We got to go back. Like, that was, what, first round? Yeah. Dame Lillard called game or series yes. on a, basically a 40-footer over Paul George. Yes. Bad shot. Who said it was a bad shot. They won that series 4-1. Yeah. Uh, that was just a ballsy shot all the way around. Um, we would later find out that would end Oklahoma City as we know it. Yep. Completely. Uh. Completely destroyed that. Entire franchise, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're at ground zero. Um, Portland would then just not have anything left in the tank to match up with the Warriors. Uh, but they beat Denver. They did beat Denver, um, which was a, a really good series and stuff. That one also went seven, correct? I think so. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, and beat the number two seed in Denver. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, got to the Western Conference Finals. Everyone talked about wanting to see Houston versus Golden State. We're going back to Houston. <laughs> uh, yeah. Houston falls on its face again. All that talk, talking about run it back, run it back. For no. an entire fucking year, you hoes kept talking about had Chris Paul been healthy, the uh, Houston Rockets would have won that series. Chris Paul wasn't healthy. Chris Paul. The Warriors heard all of that jibber-jabber for an entire calendar year. And it was out in the media, too. Yeah. Fox Sports 1 and ESPN were promoting it um, without Kevin Durant. Right, correct. They went in <laughs> and beat Houston in Game 6 in Houston. Yes. And then they also won Game 5 as well. That was about as definitive as you could possibly get for me saying that what I said last year. The Warriors have Houston's number psychologically. It's not even close. The difference between them is so... Uh, it's like a, a, a chasm. You know, it might as well be the Grand Canyon. Yeah. There's a huge difference between these teams. And when push came to shove, Harden was nowhere to be found. Again. Yet again. Now, remember, Game 1 had all the controversy about, we just want to have a fair shot. We just want the games to be called called the way they were in the regular season. Notice as soon as they got eliminated, zero of the teams left in the playoffs said a single word about the refs. No problems with the refs after Houston gone. And the word it got out that they had petitioned about stuff that happened the previous year, filed some sort of grievance, and blah, blah, wine, 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 to to try to set the table to get them to the line. Because that's what Houston 
does. They shoot yep. threes, try to get you to foul them on the three, and then try to just de- kill you from shooting 12,000 free throws a game. Yes, but also initiating contact yes. sometimes with a either step back or step forward into a defender yeah. in order to draw a, a three-point yeah. foul. Jumping into people, yep. essentially. Like, just egregiously jumping into people and expecting fouls. And we, it was it, they were exposed. They were completely exposed. D'Antoni is a joke. Uh, he is still there, I believe. Yes. Which is amazing. Um, but, obviously, Chris Paul's gone. They did a control-alt-delete on that team as well. Yeah, it, but Harden kind of... Um, did a little foreshadowing. At the end of that series, when they got humiliated by the Warriors, he said, I know what needs to be done, and I'm going to make sure it happens. I'm sure we'll learn months from now that he got on the phone with Russ or somebody. Something happened behind the scenes. Maybe there was a Hampton Five <laughs> it was, situation. It was talked about how they didn't like, uh, I guess Chris Paul and Harden were not on good terms. No. Speaking. Uh, leading up to that that playoff series, yep. um, it, word got out, leaks through sources and everything. And um, before we know it, I mean, Chris Paul did get paid that crazy contract, stupid money. And uh, Houston was was sort of stuck with it. And magically, they found somebody uh, in OKC to take it. Yep. Swap players. Yep. Um, which brings up us into something I guess we'll talk about a little bit later once we get into the free agency aspect of it on how these new pieces are going to fit with these new teams. Oh, yeah. Um, but they were gone. Then, essentially, we had uh, the injury. Can't even call it a bug because it was it was more like the, uh, the what's it called, the mind reader, the mind sweeper from uh, Stranger Things came yep. through yep. and just started devastating people with, with, uh, with injuries. I mean, we saw Cousins... Got banged up during the was it the Clippers round? The Clipper, which was a good series. That was also a good series. Um, a lot of stuff going on with Beverly and, and Durant back and forth, which made for good basketball. Um, but Cousins got hurt. It's okay. That's why the Warriors or the Warriors they stack all these pieces and everything. Yep. Then Durant got hurt. I remember we were recording at the time. Yep, for beating BTI. For B, yeah, and people assumed, they, based on what they saw, they thought it was an Achilles right off the bat. Yes, they did. Um, so they believed they had, had dodged a bullet when they found out, oh, it's a, it's a calf. And this is so important because they kept saying he probably will not be back for the Western Conference Finals because this happened against Houston in the second round. But for sure, he will be back for the finals was always the narrative. Right. Now, it kind of fluctuated in terms of will he be back for game one of the finals or not. Right. But there were a lot of naysayers as well saying, well, Golden State probably can't get get to the finals without him. Right. They didn't think they were going to get past Houston. Yeah, exactly. Could they beat Houston was the biggest... Uh, initial hurdle for them right. because they were all the naysayers last year talking about had Chris Paul been healthy, you know, uh, they would Houston would have won. Well, without KD, Warriors got all in that ass and, and proved uh, proved the world wrong and beat Houston. But you know, could they beat Portland was another question as well. Yeah, I, I wasn't really too concerned with Portland because Portland to me was like Golden State light in terms of having yeah. two guards that, that could shoot, could take yeah. over a game, but they weren't on that level. Of uh, Golden State, so I wasn't really too concerned. I thought it was going to make for uh, like a fun series to watch, yeah, five or six games. But uh, it just ended up just the Warriors just did their thing. Well, what was amazing about those games, just to go back, the Western Conference Finals, I think three or maybe all four of those games 
had the Warriors down big. Oh, yeah, they came 17, yeah. 18 point leads, uh, or, or deficits, really. And then the Warriors just come roaring back, you know, with defense and great play. So it's not like Portland didn't have the opportunity to win one or two of those right. games. Yeah, they were they were in it. The Warriors just outplayed them. Yeah. Um, so the injuries started to kick in a little bit. Then uh, was it game one is when Clay got hurt. Oh, you're oh no no no. Uh, you're talking about all the way into the finals. Yeah, when you get to the finals. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've concentrated mo- all, almost exclusively on the Western Conference, but that's okay. I, it was game two for Clay because he didn't play in game three. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go to the East then. Yeah. So, and on the Eastern side of the bracket, um, really dominated. I mean, what stole the show was uh, Philly, Toronto. Yep. Um, you you had a a series uh, deciding shot and yeah. And bounce, uh, ball hit bouncing up and down in the rim three, four times. First ever game seven game winning shot in NBA playoff history. I did not know that. That that was huge. Yeah. And and what a shot it was. Yeah. It wasn't clean. No, it was a, it was a tough shot, Ooh. tough contested shot, falling out of bounds. Over, I mean, the two best players on each team with Embiid and Kawhi. Yes, I will say this: if you rewind the tape completely, because I I obsessed about this shot because <laughs> I thought it was huge. Um. It's Ben Simmons' lazy ass. I think he's gonna he's gonna be my next target for next year in terms okay. of big man lazy overhyped players. Okay, he decided not to follow his man, who was Kawhi, okay. and then there was help defense by Embiid that he picked him up and decided, okay, okay I'll, well then I'll guard him if you won't, you know, you Australian fool, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but credit to Kawhi Leonard, he had one of the biggest shots. Was the game shots. tied at that point? Uh, they were down, I think, by one. They were down by one, and it yeah. was a, it was a two pointer. Yep. I mean, because he was right on. Uh, it, it was, was a close, deep two pointer. Two. Okay, got it. Fading away, the rim. It hits the rim, bounces, gets a friendly roll, and they win. They go on. Yeah. Um, and Toronto <clears throat> started out a little bit rough. I mean, there were always the, the talk about Kyle Lowry in terms of how he plays, how he disappears, no yep. during the playoffs. And I remember the first couple of games during. Um, Forget who they played the very first round, but he was. They lost, I believe, their first oh, yeah. first game. Maybe it was to Orlando. Yeah, I think they had some them. struggles. Yeah, and then they they sort of figured it out, smooth thing over. Kawhi wasn't a hundred percent going either. He he looked really fatigued, limping around with issues with his leg. Some kind of knee leg injury. Yeah, not not an injury injury per se, but hurt. Yeah. Definitely not 90 percent. Right, um, and. I, we do get a little bit of revisionist history after he won. Everyone oh, talking sure. about load management and sure. stuff like that. Sure. Like he was, like he wasn't already banged up going into it. Yeah, like they. It's just kind of funny to me how they're like, oh, that, that was a great recipe in terms of they, they sat him and, and and keeping him him fresh. And I'm like, he he wasn't fresh at all. He no, was he was laboring pretty heavily. He was a beast this playoff series. Yeah. I just want to give credit to, where credit's due. Now, you will correctly remember. Yes. Oh, I talked I talked a lot of shit about Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. I did. Um because I was questioning what the hell is going on with this all NBA player uh being shipped away from one of the greatest franchises we have in in pro basketball. Yeah. Outside of the 90s Bulls with Jordan and the Celtics and Lakers, I would say the Spurs are the premier franchise in the league historically. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Um, so, and, and especially in the pop era. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? We've never seen that. That's why it was so... And I I said it back then. I was like, we don't know what's going on. We we still don't. Exactly. We still don't. That's exactly what my stance was. I was like, we have not heard Kawhi talk. I said... I remember saying specifically, I don't know what Kawhi's voice even sounds like. (laughs) And we don't know what was going on, but he didn't want any part to do with San Antonio. He didn't want any part to do with Popovich. And there's always two sides to the story. We heard Popovich kind of say some stuff, and, and Tony Parker mentioned some comments in the media about this, that, or whatever. And people were questioning how good Kawhi was. They were. Uh, at the time, I was, I was one still of top five. I was like, just because we haven't seen him this season does not discredit how legit of a player he is. I have never been anti-Kawhi in terms of his playmaking ability and the fact that he is a very, very good player. But I also will say that sometimes people don't come back from it. Derrick Rose was the MVP of the league right. back in the late, uh, early uh, or late uh, o- 08, 09 years or whatever. He stole one from LeBron. It was just so weird, so weird because it wasn't like a definitive, yeah, that's the moment he got injured. And well, then he was Zaza. Remember Zaza? Yeah, well, well it, it was a different injury, I thought. That's... I thought Zaza was the one that started it. He did play some games afterwards. Okay. But he was, he didn't, I saw some of those games. Okay. He didn't look even 65% okay. in the games the following year after the Zaza undercut. That was a dirty play by Zaza. We all know it. But he didn't look himself. Yeah, and he didn't, I, I, from my understanding, it's like he didn't feel like the training staff for San Antonio handled the injury correctly. Yep. And thought he might have just been kind of milking it, maybe. Yep. Or uh, just, just trying to avoid playing and, and not communicating with... There was a lot of questions that we don't know the answers to. And, and just for full disclosure and context... We've never even asked these questions of the Spurs. No. It's never occurred. Because throughout all the Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, uh, David Robinson, all of those Hall of Famers, we've never even heard rumblings and rumors of, well, yeah, they're kind of ain't shit when it comes to the coaching staff and trainers. This was weird. A small market. This was weird. They run that market. It's the only sports team in town. Yep. Um, It's not a, a tough media no. In terms of them asking tough questions no. or, or whatever. But because they've gone to six finals and they're every single year in the playoffs, they are tested in terms of being one of the premier franchises. And they do get asked when, when, it, when we're talking about playoff time, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they're in the finals, they're going to get asked some tough questions. But it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen them Popovich, at this level. He's immune. Yeah. You, can't, you can't call for him to be fired. No, he's not going Yeah, Popovich, is, he, he's the mayor, the, the emperor of San Antonio. And he'll, he'll go when he goes. He's yep. not going to be pushed out yep. by anybody. And he'll, he'll get the parade and, and uh, accol- uh, all the awards and stuff when he, when he, and get, get the whole retirement tour, yeah. um, which he deserves. Yeah. But, but I will never find out what happened. No, no one's going to be able to pressure uh, Popovich and answering tough questions because oh, no. we we all seen how he handles. Yeah, he's recording. like Bill Belichick, yeah. only in a funnier way yeah. in a lot of ways. But I will say this too: um, there was some pettiness. <laughs> there was some pettiness and some fucking shade going on. He did not, and I, I love this about him. He didn't like ship Kawhi to a Western Conference team. He didn't even go the petty route of saying, "Well, I'll let you you know ship you to an Eastern Conference team." He shipped him out of the fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> to the only team that plays north of the border. That was intentional. That was on purpose. And 
You also have to look at it from the flip side. Toronto gave up their, I believe, their all-time leading scorer in uh, Rosen. In, in DeMar Rosen. That was someone who, one of the few people uh, in Toronto Raptor hit- history who wanted to stay. Oh, yeah. And, and be retired as... As a Toronto Raptor, you know, basically have a, a Reggie Mil- Miller, jo- uh, uh, Kobe-like career where you stay with one franchise. He was hurt. He, I remember he was uh, he, he was sad that he he was uh, traded and everything, and it was a uh, it was a pretty shocking move. I mean, two two superstars yep. essentially moving for each other. Yep, and I also say this too. Th- yes, we all know that Toronto under Demar Derozan and under Lowry have faltered in the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. But the one caveat that I put in there, a little asterisk, is this was during the LeBron era in the East. All of those playoff flops. This was the first time LeBron wasn't in the East. So you could make a very strong case with the exact same team that faltered all those years in a row. No LeBron there. You know, besides you and Philly, you know, it's kind of a toss. And maybe Milwaukee, which we have to talk about. It could have been a toss-up. You know, and actually, nobody knew Milwaukee was going to be the number one seed last year. So yeah. Toronto could have been favored to come out of the East already without making this move. It's true. The East was completely wide open. Yeah, and we definitely. Thought, I mean, I believe I thought Boston would probably uh, take we, the lead. Every that was yeah. conventional wisdom. Yeah, we got to talk about Boston. Yeah, Boston got some issues and everything. Kyrie Irving, he is on my list. Yes. For possible either little man lazy <laughs> or a basketball version of Terrell Owens. Oh boy. What what is going on there? You know the rumor mill. You know yeah. the streets are talking. But we gotta we gotta get back to the okay. playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the finals and yes. everything. Um, we got the, the questions about is Durant plant coming back, Wincy's coming back. Yep. Um, and Toronto kind of notorious for sort of unper- underperforming. Yes. Um, versus the Warriors. Warriors were f- favored to win this series. I think it was almost even, depending on which which casino or which okay. place in Vegas. But it, it was a slight favoring. I think you're right. Okay. But at the same time, this was the first year they did not have home court either. This is true. Um, and then was it game one or two that Clay got game hurt? Game two, Clay got hurt. Okay. Now they but won. they had eat, eked out the win. Yeah. Okay. So they lost the first game. Then the second game, they win. Clay gets hurt, uh, makes a nice little Kobe move, comes up back on the court, shoots free throws. Uh, no, that's later on. The no, series. no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the, the, the yeah. The Clay gets in, yeah, Clay yeah. gets injured twice. Yeah, in <laughs> the first one was the is the hamstring tweak. Yeah, yeah, off a jumper. Yeah, um, which ended up people getting worried about. He didn't play game three. Yep, he was game time decision. They ended up holding him out of game three, which was sort of like, uh, that's not good. Yeah, and. Um, when what I remember, they were Clay wanted to play that game. He sure as hell did. Yeah, so uh, they sat him out. They end up losing that game. He comes back game four. Still lose. They lose game five. They win in Toronto. In Toronto because they they lost all the games at at Oracle. Yes, which is really weird. Yeah. Then Durant comes back for game six. Yeah. Uh, was it game? Six? No, game five. Durant is back in Toronto because they want Toronto wanted in Game Six in Oakland. Okay. In Game Five, Durant comes back because they're down three games to one, and um, Durant 
uh, gets injured in the second quarter. Okay. I'm thinking he got injured game six. Okay, yeah. so yeah. So he comes back in, plays, what, 12 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, 12, 12 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And he's looking good. He's looking he's good. good. He's looking uh, ferocious. I think as Jalen Rose says, like, the adrenaline's going and everything. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, gets injured. Achilles. Yep. Uh, changes everything. Yes. Now, just for context, I think he had hit his first three or four three-pointers. He was looking spry. He was looking like the Durant that we've seen over the course of these last three or four years go for 40 easily, effortlessly. Now, even before that game, we have to factor in the talking heads oh, yeah. and the whispers yep. on uh, where's he at? Is he coming back? Does oh, he want to? Is it? Is, Does he have heart? Yeah. Uh, why, why? Why should he? Oh, he's uh, he's gone. He's just going to uh, make the money move and just sit this out. Going like, to the Knicks. Going to the Knicks, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, it's just a calf injury. It should he should be back? He's he milking it. All this BS that's going on. Loudly. Yeah. If whispering turning into loud rumblings and public utterances and everything. and It's a bigger storyline than the finals. I'm just going to come out and say it. Durant, all regular season and into the playoffs, Durant was the topic du jour every single day in the sports world. I don't think it was any fault of his. No. You don't, so you don't put some blame on him for making... Even when he was not speaking to the media, because he had a media silent period, that also became a bigger story. Him not saying stuff, because he didn't, he didn't directly antagonize the media per se with it, but it, it, it was a distracting narrative for, he, all, for all 82 games and the playoffs. He doesn't get along with the media. This is true. Uh, this is going going back to Oklahoma City. Yep. Uh, he's had issues with the, that reporter there that that became pretty public. He's had issues with like Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Still does. Chris Broussard. He's gone at it personally, head to head with, with. And he's thin skinned too. Yes. He's also had burner, burner accounts. Account, yeah, burner accounts and everything. So he he hears and then he responds. Um, now I don't have a problem with him being silent, but the media knows that they can get to him. Once the media knows that, hey. You hear us? 12-year-olds on Twitter know they, they can get to him. <laughs> yeah. You're touchable. Then, then, <laughs> then it's, it's, it's going to be... They're, they're going to keep out trying to, to poke at you and everything. I don't have any problem with him being silent. I mean, we just talked about someone like Kawhi, who was completely silent. Truly was. And everything. Um, the only difference between that is that we know that Durant's listening. Yeah. And uh, you can affect him. And if you say... If you keep poking him enough, he's going to respond. And he... It's a good chance he probably won't respond the best way he should. And everything, you're going to be able to make a story out of it. Agreed. I will say this, though. I think the, it goes back a little bit further. You have to remember just what the narrative has been for the last three years with his, his initial move. You know, the soft, the cupcake uh, you know, weakest move in NBA history, all that stuff. The snake, you know, slithering away. Um, he has been... I would say even more criticized than any other NBA player over the last three years. I can't think of anything even close. Yeah. Uh, he definitely been targeted uh, by the media. I mean, LeBron James gets criticism. I would say Durant receives harsher criticism, which baffles me because uh, Durant's gone through LeBron twice to yes. get his rings Yep, you know, with the two MVPs. Yes. So I don't I don't fully understand why, <laughs> why he's getting... Uh, 
he's being made out to be like some sort of soft, uh, like he hasn't earned his place on the, in terms of being an elite player. Oh yeah, or, yeah. I mean, before before the injury, people were talking about is he the best player in the league, the best oh, player, sure. especially after the the whole Clippers series. He destroyed was, the, the Clippers had <laughs> they Warriors, answer it. Yeah, the Clippers had Warriors a little bit shook. With Beverly and what was it? Dra- uh, what's that big dude with the uh, dreads? Looking like he's Jamaican and belongs on Luke Cage. Whatever his name is. I was thinking Lou Williams was giving him fits too. Lou Williams was. Yeah, yeah they're, they're bench players. But, you know, that's the one where he said, I'm Kevin Durant. You mm-hmm. know, and, and came in and dropped 40 yeah, and then you 38. Know who I am. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so, then the narrative changes in terms of the Warriors are a better team without, without him. him. Oh, Jesus. That, I was like, this. they change it up every day. Like we, Every day. Yeah, they forget what they were saying yesterday, yes. two days ago. The Warriors it, are a better team. They're this record with Steph plays. Yes. Without Durant. They don't need him. Blah, 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 blah. Draymond blah. was right. Yeah. Look at how they just co- coasted through Portland. Da, 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 da. It got definitely loud when they beat Houston. That's when the, the drums started banging. Yeah. We don't need Durant. <laughs> and then, and then when, when they started coming back and went sweeping Portland, that drum got loud. They were banging on it from both sides, you know, like a conga line. And and I was like, "Are you out of your mind?" I, I I'm incensed by this because again, true Warrior fan, there's no doubt about it. I knew in every single one of those playoff series for the last two years, Durant played not just a sideline role but as we've talked about on this show the alpha uh, yeah. role of winning the he, games the alpha. yeah we said we it's on tape it said it he, as soon as he signed one of it there's gonna be one alpha and I, I was like it's durant yeah durant's the alpha yeah so uh they end up losing um unfortunately clay tears his acl on a dunk coming down <sighs> yeah. wrong uh, and that was in game play. six yeah Freak, freak, freak play. They yeah. played their hearts out in Game 7. Game yeah. 7 was... Uh, no, no, they didn't have a Game 7 for the Warriors. Sorry, Game 6. I can't yeah. Think, yeah. Game, game six. 6 in Oakland, do or die. They're down three games to two. Uh, Clay in the third... Late in... Yeah, almost late in the third quarter does that, that freakish injury, ACL. That's when he has your Kobe moment. Yeah. And he... Uh, he realizes that if he leaves the game, even though he knows he's injured and he knows exactly how painful and how bad it is, he, com- he walks back yeah, on the floor... And hits his two free throws. From what I had, I remember when I was watching the the game, uh, they made some comment saying that Clay told his dad he didn't hear, did not hear it pop. Uh, pop. Mm. So at that time, um, I thought that he thought he he, he was okay because yeah. he he was like, "I'll be back." Telling everyone, "I'll be back. I'll be back." He didn't have that defeated look. No, you're right. When he left the court, I mean, when when Kobe's incident happened. He knew, like he, he knew right, tears, right yeah. when he was at the line and yeah. everything. Uh, Clay just came, was like a soldier. Clay was like, "All right, I can't come back. All right, I'm gonna shoot these free throws. I'm running the locker room. Doctors do whatever they need to do. Put some icy hot on it. Whatever, I'll be good to go." Yep. And instantly they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, he ain't coming back." I was like, "Ooh, yes, yeah, that's rough." Yeah, that. I mean, no good. again, you're you're down Kevin Durant already, and you have the not just the loss of offense and defense from one of the world's best players, if not the best player. But you also have the emotional toll. These guys have been through battles in all these series year after year. And you're supposed to be able to look to your left and look to your right and say, hey, I know this play. I know what we're going to do for Kevin to get him open on this. Or we're going to do this kind of defensive scheme with Kevin out there. You don't have that. No. 
and you, you saw that he had fought hard to make a comeback in Game 5 and got injured. Then you have Clay, who was on track to have a 40-point night. Yeah, Clay was on fire. And then he, def- defensively, he's, he's great. He, he's your best wing defender by far. You know, because um, Dre, Dre, even though he's fast enough and can guard one through five, um, you don't want him to because you need him to grab rebounds right. and blocking shots. So Clay looked like he was going to have a 40-point night. Steph was off, uh, to, be, to be candid, you know, in game six. Not completely cold, but he didn't have like eight points or something, but yeah. he was a little off. And it looked like if there was a possibility of even having a game seven, it was going to go through Clay Thompson. Yeah. Also, Cousins had come back at that time, but Cousins was not a hundred percent. He, you're getting one good game, one every other game was yep. was decent from him, but yep. he was uh, he was just playing on fumes and everything yep. from his uh, quad injury. Um, ended up losing the game. Um, they had a, they did have a Chris Webber moment with the timeout. So yeah, that was. Uh, I feel like it was pretty much over at that point, even before yeah. that point. But I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, they had their their, their shot. Yep, or whatever. They, uh, they had that horrible pass by uh, was it Siakam? Yeah, or whatever. The ball goes off the bat, out of bounds, um, and they they get their their one shot. You know, the, the ball is going to Steph. He's yep. going to have a shot. He's going to put it up. Didn't and make it. Yeah, just didn't go in, but you couldn't ask. That's what you want. Oh, of course. If, if yeah. it's going to last shot, all right, it's going in his hands. Of I mean, course. Maybe if you had a, a healthy Durant, you could go. You have options. You have you have, you you essentially have your game winning option going from three potential people that could hit a game winning shot to one. one. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's, it's just like that Godzilla movie, uh, you know, with. Uh, uh, Whatever that three-headed dragon is, I can't remember the name. Not yeah. Mothra. Mothra was the moth. Shemir, I don't even Whatever know. that three-headed dragon, you know the one. Yeah. But you know when you're missing two out of three of your of your offensive production, not to mention you know you got an injured boogie. You know it's just not going to happen. But at the same time, I got to give props to Toronto. Toronto had a great game plan. Kawhi played masterfully, even though he wasn't uh, fully uh, healthy. And you had every single game for Toronto, someone other than Kawhi step up in a big way. You had their uh, uh, basic version of uh, uh, Drake. Who was the guy that looks like Drake? Oh, but hey, point guard. Van Vliet uh, or yeah, Van Vliet, whatever. Yeah. He, he played well in every other game. You had Danny Green, you know, who, who showed up in game three or four. Um, uh, you had Sabaka uh, yeah. play well. Every game... Even when Kawhi was either on the bench or uh, having a little bit of a rough shooting quarter or something, someone stepped yeah, up for Toronto. The role players played their their butts off. And yep. they, they 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 did their thing. Yeah. Um. So then we move to the off season. Ooh boy! We about the our, best off season in NBA history. Was it even like forty eight hours? It's no. Nah. Nah, it was just like immediate. All right, game's done. Let's go. Yep. Here we go. And we we had heard about this off season being historic for the entire regular season, and then that that fever pitch happened even more so in the playoffs. They were talking about off season acquisitions and trades yes. during playoff games. Yes. Well, before that, even there, we got to talk. Uh, Pelicans did get the number one pick. Yes. So New York gets screwed, which is obviously oh, that was hilarious. wonderful. Um, People had already, dumbasses, had already gotten tattoos of Zion Williams uh, playing for the Knicks. Yeah. Good old Knicks. Just Charlie Brown moment. Love it. Football gets pulled away from him. Love it. Hilarious. So the Pelicans get gifted a number one draft pick. Sure. Um, 
and it, it was funny. People were like, oh, is this going to get keep Anthony Davis around, blah, blah, blah. Like, that ain't going to change nothing. Like He was gone. <laughs> he was gone all year. Yeah. He, he was checked out. He, he was checked out. He was like, I'm just trying to stay healthy. I ain't trying to get hurt. Yep. Trying to get, get out. This is either place I want to go. Make it happen. Now, do you respect him from a... He, he's still a professional athlete. He's still getting paid. He was playing at maybe 50% of his capability for the majority of the year. Is that is that okay? Really? No. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's a bad look. He... Uh, he got a fat contract from New Orleans. Yes, he did. Several years ago, he got paid or whatever. Yep. Um, now New Orleans, maybe you can you can you can argue New Orleans didn't hold their end of the bargain in terms of putting great pieces around him. They he, he played with all other all stars. They they kind of half assed tried and stuff, but I think they could have done a lot better in terms of putting other pieces around him. But also, I mean, this, he has trouble staying healthy. Let's be honest. Those yeah. are facts. Yeah, he, he has trouble staying healthy, so there's there's a little bit of blame to go around. It was a bad fit, I think, from both sides. I'm yeah. with you, but my thing is, he didn't do well in that fishbowl from a media standpoint in terms of being a talent in a super small market of New Orleans. Correct. He is now a Los Angeles Laker, right? On a team with LeBron James, the spotlight could not humanly be bigger. It's not possible for it to be bigger and brighter. And he will be psychoanalyzed to the nth degree like he's never seen before. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. It's it's, it's going to be a smoke show. <laughs> Just uh, I don't know what to expect. I'm a Laker fan. I still hate LeBron. Um, I don't think it's going to work out. Um, they mortgaged their young. I'm glad they kept uh, Kuzma. I'm a really big Kuzma f- fan. I wanted to see a little bit more of Ball to see how he was going to develop with a a full season of just him developing. Yes. Um, and trying to figure out how to be said point guard. Yep. You get a new coaching staff. The person you constantly compared him to when he came into the league was Jason Kidd. Yes. So, now yes. you put Jason Kidd on the coaching staff with the guy you said is supposed to be the next Jason Kidd because, oh, we're going to make you just like him. You're gonna, you gonna you understand you have a little bit of trouble shooting, but we know you know how to pass. Yep. Run the floor. And rebound. Yeah. Do all that stuff. You're on the coaching staff, and then they should send him away. Well, l- l- let's be real clear, though. LeBron is very culpable. In this, oh, LeBron's fingerprints are all over everything. LeBron let it be known midway through the season when there was still a possibility of a playoff run for them that he didn't give a shit about the young core and he wanted the young core gone. And he was already telling, telegraphing to the media, hey, Anthony Davis, that's my dude. Yeah. It essentially just throws a, a, a pulls a pin on a grenade in terms of confidence for all these young heads. Oh yeah, and uh, I forget which which player mentioned it, but he said it it did rattle rattle the. Of course, like oh yeah, this guy that we looked up to and and uh, owned his jersey and blah blah blah. We're playing with him now, and all of a sudden he wants us gone. Yeah, or whatever. Imagine, especially for someone who's like twenty one, twenty two years old years of age, you literally grew up during your 
junior high and high school time, yeah. watching and loving LeBron. You probably had his shoes. You probably had his uh, poster on your wall. And you probably idolized him and yeah. watched him as a kid. Now he is your teammate, and he's telling you, you trash. <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I'm going to get my, my, my friend up in here. Yeah. And you can go. Yep. Yeah. And they had that just hovering over their head for the entire second half of the season. And I got to repeat this. While they still had an opportunity to make the playoffs, yeah. this this drama is going on. Yeah. They were, they were not eliminated already. No. Especially while LeBron's not even on the court. Yep. Injured. So it. it Whew, that was a rough look. At that, least. Oof. Yeah. But he manages to get, get off scot free on that. Yep. That BS that happened. Um, also in Lakerland, we had Magic just decide to come out. That. I love that. Uh, the way he did it, yeah. though, was hilarious. Uh, I didn't tell Jeannie yet, but uh, she's going to be mad. I love that. <laughs> and it was a random game. I was like, uh, Magic's getting interviewed on the TV. Oh, wait. Did Magic just quit? Yeah. <laughs> And they're just throwing people under the... Like, yeah. Oh, Rob Palenka, your yeah. boy Kobe's boy. Backstabbers and the thing. Oh, oh. Was, was Rob. Oh, Magic just loved didn't it. care. And he was like, I wanted to fire um, Luke. Luke, who has his own... I don't know what's going on. He's got some assault charges yeah. following him, too. We ain't going yeah, to mention it. He ain't going to be coaching for a while. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But Magic... Ooh, Magic spilled all the beans. Yes. This is a mess of a franchise when it comes to... Um, complete spotlight and attention, given their history, and expectations, which have been set throughout the uh, the Magic era, the Shaq era, the Kobe era, of banner or bust. Yet, yeah. it's a team that hasn't made the playoffs in six years, and you have new coaching and new <laughs> new players all together. This yeah. is going to be Another a Another LeBron hand-picked roster. Just like in Cleveland. Same thing. Even last year, oh, was I mean, LeBron was the one that got Rondo up in there, yep. got Lance up in there. I uh, need playmakers. JaVale McGee up in there. All these people that just uh, to, they don't help. No, I mean they're they're decent on their own, but in terms of chemistry and, and getting to the, it's not a team. No, it's ridiculous. You got Lance just wanting to play air guitar the entire time and. Rondo just doing Rondo's stupid stuff. Well, and the other thing is, you know, Christmas Day. I'll take you back. Christmas Day of 2018, uh, Legoland got a little too happy. The height of their season was winning the Christmas Day game against the Warriors. Yeah. They acted like that was the goddamn Super Bowl. But the team has been a mess and was in a free fall from then on out. Um, again, LeBron, the best player on that team, should take as much of the brunt of that as possible. And we shall see if this Anthony Davis experiment works because I have see, seen this. Two things come to mind. Uh, when a, another Toronto player um, came to Miami uh, during Bosch. the Big Three, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was an all-star. He was one of the best big men in the league. He was so versatile. He played third fiddle and was a shadow of his former self playing in the LeBron uh, on a LeBron team. Yeah, and he got lots of the blame. He got all of, almost yeah. all of yeah. the blame in Miami, especially yeah. when they didn't win yeah. those two years. Wade, Wade was untouchable. No, you're not going to say anything so about Wade. So LeBron got there, LeBron was untouchable. Yeah. It's you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely him boss. And yeah, yeah, him and Spoh. Yeah, him and Spoh. Oh, boy, he took some heat. Secondly, what this reminds me of is the Dwight Howard experiment in La La Land. Yeah. Where he was the... Great, one of the best big men in the league. Very, very s- similar. One of the best big men in the league, teaming up with 
one of the best players in the league who's getting a little older. This is a very similar situation. We're going to see how this works out. Yeah, that, that's a really, really good example. Who had never been in the serious spotlight. Remember, Orlando, it might as well be New Orleans in yeah. terms of the spotlight. Yeah, that's it's true. And people under underrate Dwight Howard, I mean, because he's sort of nowhere to be found. Or you can't even keep track of what team he's on, whether it's... Washington, he was a Dallas. Fl- they used to Charlotte. call him Superman. Shaq's nickname. Yeah. He won three Defensive Players of the Year. He's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. He will be. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He yeah. took Orlando to the finals, and I can't name anybody yeah. else on that yeah. team. Yeah. All NBA team. He was a lock for just All NBA team. Just Every year. Yeah. Just Every dominating year. big man, blocks, rebounds. Yeah. That's, and just career just fell off. Just big man lazy. Yep. So we're going to see how that plays out uh, with, in La La Land. Um, we get to Kyrie. Clippers, or are we going to go to Boston? Well, go to Boston. Yeah, let's go to Boston first, okay. and then we'll come back to the Clippers. And then we've got to also talk about okay, OKC. Yeah. Kyrie, again, everybody in the sports world predicted that Boston, with a healthy Kyrie this year, would be of the number one seed or number two seed in the East, uh, for certain make it out of the East or get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And um, most people were even giving them a shot because of their defense and their, their loaded team of maybe even winning it all. They had great odds, if you rewind the tape and go back to the beginning of this season, to win it all. Boston. Kyrie, who was the best player on that team, even though the team had a lot of talent, uh, underperformed, to say the least. He wanted that role. He wanted to be Mamba. Yes, he did. Talking, trying to to be Kobe, talking to Kobe on the phone Mm -hmm. and everything. Wanted to do it on his own, get out of the shadow. He wanted to be the man. And he had the opportunity. What what do I always say on this show? Be careful what you (laughs) wish for, just like the evil monkey paw taught us. You just might get what you wish for. Yeah. And uh, it it just did not work out. He checked out. He mentally checked out. I mean, he, he would still put out, he would still whatever, perform a couple in the game, but you could just tell. Like, he was oh, just yeah. like, whatever with these dudes. Like, didn't care. Didn't care. Didn't care about the teammates. The teammates knew he was, he was, he was pretty much gone. gone. Yeah. Uh, rumors are about, oh, is he going to reunite with LeBron again? Blah, 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 blah. And as soon as, as, soon as they got eliminated, he was pretty much packed his bags. Didn't even know if he cleaned out his locker. He was just like, yo, keep all this equipment. Whatever. I'm gone. Now, Boston, you can't tell the story of NBA basketball without talking about the Boston Celtics. This is the premier franchise historically. Yes, they haven't won in a long time, but the premier franchise, they have more wins than any other franchise in NBA history. In our lifetime, I've never heard of a scandal with Boston, you know, in terms of not being a a good team or treating their star player well or... in. that just doesn't happen. You win in Boston, you're... You're a legend. Yeah, exactly. So, and again, this is where he chose to go after leaving Cleveland and leaving LeBron. Yeah. He's so, an East Coast guy. Uh, I mean, he grew up in New Jersey, so it's not too, too far away from, from where he grew up and yeah. everything. Um, but It failed. This was a crash and burn of a colossal manner, and it was not due to any injuries. This was just a team that underperformed all the way around. Yeah. Uh, and he has to take the brunt of it. So he's going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn with Durant. Wow. Um, that'll be interesting. Well, obviously, Durant won't be back next year. So he gets like a red shirt season. Yep. Um, Kyrie, in a, in a way, sort of, you can give him a 
a pass in terms of Brooklyn getting far. And we don't expect Brooklyn to compete for the Eastern Conference. Well, I mean, he, things change. Yeah, they, they, they should be a playoff team. They should yeah. be a playoff team. They should I win think, a series or two. Yeah, I think it's it's Philly in the East. Um, they should get to Philly or, or, or Milwaukee. Least, Everybody's yeah, just respecting Philly, them. Philly, Milwaukee are your top two, and then. Brooklyn should get out of the first round, depending on who it they is that they better get matched up with. Or... With D'Angelo Russell, they went to the playoffs and yeah. won a few games. Yeah. So it, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, it's interesting. It w- it'll be fun to see them all play together. And if Durant does come back a hundred percent, well, they they always say you're not gonna you don't come back fully a hundred percent from the Achilles, but it'll be interesting to see how Durant responds, how yep. he performs, because he's still. Damn near seven feet tall, able to rise up, jump over people, and 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 score. So we'll see how he uh, he rehabs from his injury. Yep. Um, and then Kyrie, he has a year to be the alpha, while the I'm alpha is head. is is chilling. I'm but shaking my head. When the real alpha comes back, then we're gonna have to get our popcorn ready and see how that plays Here's out. Here's why this will fail. I'm gonna call it right now before they played a single game. Um. Kyrie thinks he's the man, and he should have learned his goddamn lessons. How many times do we need to teach Kyrie the same goddamn lesson? <laughs> he was the man, supposed to be the man in Boston, and that failed, crashed and burned. You know, He was hiding under LeBron's shadow those years when he was in Cleveland. He, he played well, playing second fiddle to LeBron, but those days are over. This is New York City, and the Knicks are already trashed. Uh, in New York, with that spotlight... The expectations are brighter. You've won a championship. Yeah. We all know your name. You're, you know, you have one of the best, some of the best handles in the league. You decide. You played for three teams in the past four years. What you gonna do, Kyrie? I don't see this working out extremely well for him in terms of him overachieving like Kawhi did. Yeah, he's. I he's, really don't. He's run out of options. This has to go well for him, or else. Uh... He's gonna have that stigma where it's it's you. Yeah, it already <laughs> we is. Already, we... Boston said it's you already. <laughs> I, I don't think you can deny that it it is you, uh, and he's gonna have to answer a lot of uh, tough questions. Yeah, Uncle Drew. Yeah. So let, let's go to OKC. Yeah. OKC. Ooh, boy. Fucking calamity and stuff. OKC Houston calamity. There's it's two sides to this coin. Or yep. Whatever. First, we'll deal with uh, you know. I'll go with the OKC issue go ahead. or whatever. <laughs> How is Westbrook getting a pass in all this? He shouldn't. This he, is mind-blowing to me he how shouldn't. he's getting a free pass in terms of like once Paul George was like, I'm out this piece, which was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And nobody saw him coming, Kawhi moving in silence. That, that, Ninja style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I remembered my, my thing, but I can't. It, I'll remember when you That's all right. talk about Ru- it. He just right. pulled some, some ninja moves and everything. Russ gets all the shade for me. He got a pass. Here's where I gave him a pass. When Kevin Durant left, and he was the only player there, and he was doing the triple-double thing, I thought that that was very impressive on a team that was deficient in talent other than him, if we're really being honest. Yeah. Once he got Paul George, you have another all-star uh, on your squad, and they've underperformed in the playoffs. You know, let's just call it what it is. And playing with Russ, another superstar player said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, again, I'm out. Again, it, it it's you, Russ. 
It's, what, what, he, but yet people are giving him a pass. OKC should be lighting his ass on fire. Oh, of course they should. Essentially, they they had Harden, Durant, and Westbrook. Then and because, and a healthy young Ibaka. Yes. Uh, because of salary stuff, they got rid of Harden. Harden ended up blossoming, doing his own thing. So yep. I, I don't give. But they got rid of him that. to give Kendrick Perkins' old tired ass big money. Yeah. Don't forget that part. Yes. Um, then essentially Durant was like, I can't, I can't play with this dude. Nope. And everything, and everyone lit Durant on fire for leaving town. Yes, they did. Soft cupcake. Oh, we want. Uh, he he don't got what OKC the heart that from OKC blah blah blah, and we saw Westbrook eat that shit up with a spoon in terms of like I'm real OKC. Yep. I, you guys are family. This is home. Yep. Blah blah blah. I signed the signed the the contract. Then Paul George gets there. Oh, we 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 doing things or whatever, and then that ends up falling apart. Paul George secretly gets gets the hell out of town. Yeah. And the next thing we know, and like I wish we had a recorded thing because I knew it, Westbrook was going to be like, I'm out. Yeah. And essentially, Westbrook was, I'm out. Yeah. Trade me. I, Westbrook's looking for a trade. How is this any different? Well, well, Durant left during free agency. Exactly. Westbrook said. I want to trade. But here's what nobody's talking about. And I agree with you on Russ. But here's what I, I want to point out. Again, this is something that's been in the mix for three or four years. The LeBron effect is going on as well. Remember, as a whole, the Clippers don't typically get big-time free agents yeah. very often. This was a direct rebuke of wanting to play on a team <laughs> that had LeBron. The, Paul George has been notoriously up front and saying, I grew up a Laker fan. I want to play for the Lakers. Same with Kawhi, even though we don't hear him speak very often. Yeah. There's been a lot out there saying, yeah, I'm from SoCal. I grew up being a Laker fan, just like everybody else from SoCal. They didn't sign with the Lakers or even give the Lakers a real shot, either one of those superstars, because yeah. nobody wants to play with LeBron. Nobody now, does. when that was whispered and said over the last couple of years, everybody was like, no, why would you not want to play with a Hall yeah, of Famer oh, and LeBron? Yeah. We want LeBron in the meetings and blah, blah, blah. Kawhi wanted Magic in the meeting. He wanted to talk to Magic. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to play with LeBron. And I, I've been saying they should trade LeBron. I, I said it last year. They should trade LeBron for Kawhi even before he got the title. Yep. I'm still saying you should. they should try to... I would have been much happier with them trading LeBron to get Anthony Davis and keep those young pieces around Davis. That would have been interesting. Yes, and you can build around Davis. Now you got a point guard and ball that can get the ball to a big, get, give it to a big man in Davis. You got Kuzma being able to do his thing. You got a nice young core of people, and if you coach it up right, don't forget with, with Ingram. Uh, don't forget this because you're leaving this out. They also had the fourth pick in the draft. Yes. Don't forget that. And Could have LeBron, done some interesting LeBron things. LeBron comes through, and I, this is going to be just mistake, absolutely mistake-filled and everything. I'm looking forward for Le, when LeBron leaves, and we can get back to Laker business. Hopefully, uh, Kawhi will just switch jersey colors. I called this a long time ago, too. I, I, I you know, a Prodigy every now and again, broke clock, is, is right. <laughs> um, LeBron wants to film Space Jam. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah Space Jam 2, and he wants to watch his son play in the Beverly Hills League or whatever. Country Club League. Country Club League. AAU, he whatever. wants the Southern California Hollywood lifestyle. That is the only reason why he came to Los Angeles. It had nothing to do with basketball uh, stuff. 
Uh, he left a better team in Cleveland, uh, you know, that could have rebuilt around him and done some all, all kinds of interesting things. Um, this is a clusterfuck when yeah. it comes to everything. Um, now, also remember this with Lakerland. You did not give Jason Kidd the head coaching job. No. <laughs> so Jason Kidd is an assistant in waiting. We know that there's going to be a Caesar-type move where Kidd pulls a power play like he did with the, the Nets. Yeah. Uh, I think they were Brooklyn at the time, or when yeah. he went from Milwaukee to to Brooklyn, and uh, was trying to get some management power, and then just like pieced out. Yep, and everything. We we will see, but this is going to be uh, all the way around a clusterfuck. Yes. The Clippers are already on paper, if healthy, head and shoulders better than the Lakers in my mind. Yeah, you right. have. You have a dog in Patrick Beverly defensively. You have Kawhi, who's won two Defensive Players of the Year and just won, got another Finals MVP. Where is a defensive coach? Then you have an All NBA defensive player in Paul George, who you know I've thrown a lot of shade at because he, he doesn't perform in the playoffs. But if he's playing second fiddle to Kawhi, he's going to do much better than he did uh, playing second fiddle to Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a very dangerous team in uh, the Pacific Division. Yeah, and. Uh, wow. The, the, everything got shaken up. Now we go to, go to Houston. Uh, Harden and, and Westbrook. I, that's, I think that's going to be more of a clusterfuck than the Warriors. Um, there's, than the Warriors? Oh, it's not the Warriors. Oh, the, the Lakers. Lakers. Okay. There's, uh, there's only one basketball, last I checked. Yep. You can only have one basketball but, but on Stitch, at one time. But Stitch, they both get double-digit assists. They they know how to pass. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Both of those people are just ball dominant. Ball dominant, dribble the air out of the basketball. Yep. Uh and are about getting their stats. They're on yep. triple double and regular season yeah. stat padding. Exactly. Um which which part of, of the of, of Westbrook's game makes you think he's gonna be happy being a number two? Yeah, none. What makes you think that that Harden's going to want to go back to being a, a second fiddle player? Yeah, and <laughs> let let me say this too. And this is Harden's team. This is Harden's team. Harden, oh, it's his franchise. It's his fran. Yes, it is his franchise. They modeled everything to run around Harden. Yes, it's his team has the the Dwayne Wade protection shield. Yep. On on what what goes on there, uh, Westbrook's personality uh, comes off as very alpha. Oh, for sure. Uh, more Comes so, off. It is alpha. <laughs> more so alpha than, than Harden. Yeah. But Harden is also out here flexing these last three. I mean, again, he's has the confidence of winning an MVP. He has the confidence of almost winning a second MVP. He came in second this past year to uh, Giannis. And um, this is somebody who put up more 40-point games than basically anybody except for Wilt, you know, this past season. It's going to get ugly, and it's going to get ugly publicly. And I can't... I'm for it. The I'm only it. thing that can cure it is them literally winning, like, their first 20, 25 games. I don't think that... But I don't, I don't see that happening, per se, either. Don't forget, we haven't even mentioned him on here. You also gave Capella big money. You, <laughs> they could, Chris Paul and Harden couldn't get along, and they were winning. They were, they were yeah. losing along... Dude, 60 win. wins, yeah. Yeah, but they still hated each other. Yep. Do, doing State Farm commercials. Yeah, fun, funny little State Farm commercials. That is not going to happen with Westbrook. No. Westbrook is going to take over, or try to take over that franchise. Yep. Take over, this is this is my city now. Yep. And 
Harden, I don't think he's ready for it. He's he's had a nice, comfortable time being king of Houston yep. and everything. No trespassers yep. were there. Chris Paul came in, tried to rough, rustle some feathers, and he got him shipped out. That's not going to happen with Westbrook. To use a Spider-Man villain now, <laughs> this is Venom <laughs> teaming up with Carnage. Because... You know, they're both badasses, yeah. but it's so chaotic that they can't work together. No, you know? no, no, <laughs> Somebody no. got to go. Uh, this is going to be yeah. an absolute mess, and I can't wait for the season to start. They, I really can't. It's it, it's going to be messy so bad. Coach is going to get fired. Yes. The GM's going to get removed. Dan, D'Antoni should already it's be guaranteed. Gone. D'Antoni can't coach. Can we be honest about that? <laughs> His coaching method... Uh, he got outcoached by Steve Kerr two years in a row. And all they did was complain about it. His strategy has no plan B, yeah. C, or D. Their strategy was to get fouled, shoot free throws, and shoot threes. Yep. Then they add Westbrook, who can't shoot free throws and can't shoot threes. Yep. Yep. What, uh, I yeah. don't understand the logic. Yeah. Now, I still think they'll be a playoff team. Oh, yeah. Um, but I will also say this. I'm curious about some of the non-playoff teams from last year possibly making a run. You know... Nobody's talking about Denver. They had the second best record. Uh, but in terms of non-playoff teams, uh, the Pelicans have a young core all of a sudden that looks interesting. Well, we'll have to see how they... Dallas. Yeah. Pelicans <laughs> are, are going to be interesting and obviously fun to watch. Um, I don't... We'll see if uh, Gentry will will stay stay around as, as coach because I think if they get off to a slow start, they're like... Well, oh, yeah. We're we just going to reset. We're going to get somebody new, happy. Ten, first 10, 12 games will tell you everything. Yeah. Because um, they want to get somebody in there that can that can coach up that talent. Essentially, you had Gentry coaching a young, talented star in Anthony Davis, and they couldn't keep him around. They couldn't put anything together. They had their one playoff win versus Portland, which was nice. But other than that, it's just been forgettable. Yeah, and some of that's on the city, too. I, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I mean, that's Saints country, but y'all didn't embrace basketball there, and you still no. don't. No. Uh, and, you know, I'll also say, again, Dallas has... Uh, uh, you know, from the from the Knicks, their their former All Star, uh, what's his face, yeah, Porzingis, Porzingis, and you have the Rookie of the Year. You know that that'll be an interesting combination yeah. if if they're both healthy. So we shall see. And nobody even talking about the Spurs, which yeah, Spurs you know, just being consistent. We'll they're going to be they, consistent yeah. too. Portland and you know, and Denver, and then of course the Warriors, who of course did lose Kevin Durant. They made the best out of their situation that they could have. They got D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Uh, Clay is going to be injured for a significant amount of the early portion of the season, but you still have Draymond Green, and we'll see what happens with him. You have a good coach in Kerr. Uh, so, is the Warrior Dynasty over then? To you, I will say this: I think it's going to. I mean, I'm a fan, so I have some bias in it. I think from an era standpoint, this era is certainly over. You know, Durant leaving is is huge. I don't feel like the Steph Curry-led Warriors will not make it back to the finals in his career. I feel like there will be another finals appearance, but the team is going to have to significantly change to get to that point. And then who do you blame as a Warrior fan for Durant leaving? I blame, Dur- I blame Durant most, okay. most uh, poignantly because Durant is an alpha and made an alpha decision for himself. I think Durant is a very strange animal. I think 
We've seen reports of him not being happy after winning championships and finals MVPs. If you're the type of person who is not happy with the franchise at the apex of winning, then I don't know what your motivations are and what you truly want. I don't know. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out uh, years later when we visit it. Um, because it kind of reminds me of sort of Kobe Shackish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Except those players were a lot better. But I think it came down to, and we'll see, that it came down to Draymond's personality with Durant's personality. I think okay. if I think if you could have if the owner or whatever and we find out that I guess Durant and Kerr didn't get along, which is really weird for me. I don't understand how you can not get along with Kerr. Kerr seems like one of the nicest people on the planet, yeah. but alright. But um I would if it came down to it saying, Hey Durant, will you if we get rid of Draymond, mm-hmm. will you stay with us and sign another two, three year contract? Are you shipping would you ship Draymond out? Unfortunately, I would still I would ship Draymond out okay. for Durant because of who Durant is. Okay. All that being said, I don't think Durant gives you any guarantees of him actually signing something like that okay. with the Warriors. I'm sure backroom deals were proposed yeah. exactly like that. I, that's why. I was, I, and I don't think I don't think Durant was going for it. I think he he did feel like he had one foot out the door most of the season, even though he played at a super high level still. And they wouldn't have gotten that high seed without it him. Just se- it, it just seems like the the force behind that might have been just Draymond. Time we don't need you. Could have blah, been. Blah, blah, blah. My only counter to that is there were rumblings the first championship year and the second year of him being dissatisfied and unhappy with this team after winning. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so I'm like, you know, was there something going on with him and Draymond then? It, even though he's the alpha, it's still Steph's team. Yes. Steph is... He's the most he's, beloved. He's yeah, the prodigal he's son. He's in the statue, even though they said they're going to give Durant, uh, they're retiring his number and everything, which I think is a really uh, great move. I mean, Steph is going to be beloved more so. Oh, for sure. And everything. So, uh that it it'll just be funny to see how things play out, and I'm curious. My what I'm going to watch for uh, coming from the Warriors this season is I'm going to see how Draymond acts when things aren't going well. This is you have to keep all eyes on Draymond because this is going to it's be contract a year. contract year yes. for him, so he should be playing balls out and he should be on his best behavior. <laughs> um, I think that you know there was something that came out I think just this past week showing that Draymond. From a defensive standpoint, with new statistics and okay. you know inside uh, inside baseball, basically, is still the best defensive player in the league, uh, even though he didn't win uh, defensive player of the league. I, I I will say this again: you don't win a single championship, including their first one, without Draymond being Draymond. Um, they had a run of five consecutive trips to the finals, which is something we've never seen in our basketball lives. Um, if this is the end, then I think that they still have a lot of credit and clout as being one of the greatest teams of all time. I don't think there's a, a doubt about that. But they're going to have to retool and rebuild in order to be at that same level when you are messing up Kevin Durant. So, you know, now in the coming years, they could get a huge free agent. I think that this is still the a very enviable franchise to come in and, and be a part of. We also, we saw that with Boogie Cousins signing last year. We saw that two uh, three years ago with Durant coming on board. We'll have to see where things shake up. 
but at least having the Splash Brothers and Draymond there is still a really good core and who have been battle-tested, kind of like the Spurs with their big three for year after year. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So, man, that's a lot of basketball. Yes, it is. Um, we should mention the fact that... Uh, we should mention the, uh, the fact that uh, there was some World Cup. Yes, Women's World Cup. Women's World uh, Cup. Shout out Dirty Stew, who uh, soccer. He always wants us to talk soccer on here. Yes, I love that about it. It's hilarious. Um, Scotland. I, I got to watch a little bit of some bits and pieces and everything. Um, it was more fun for me, just the, the storylines going on outside of yes. the, the pitch. Yes. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, are they, the, the women celebrating and their, their goal... The sipping tea and, and all kinds of stuff and and just not I, a lot of people just weren't happy with there American women being cocky but confident and winning and winning and uh, dominating. They had they had a couple uh, they had a close call. Um, I believe I forget which maybe it was the England game. Yeah, it was one of them. it was a little bit tight and everything, but um, they they did their thing. And obviously, the uh, with Megan Rapinoe, uh, for those that don't know, even before the World Cup, um, I believe in her women's league, she was notorious for being the first uh, um, white person to take a knee during a major sporting event during the, the anthem. So. Directly in protest with, uh, with what Cap was saying right. about police brutality and all of that. So. Exactly. Um, so... A lot of uh, so-called conservative uh, Republican people already had kind of a bullseye on her head. Hated her. Um, people were saying, uh, even the president said something about her winning before she should be so vocal mm-hmm. and everything about what, what it, she does and everything. And Can I point out one, one quick thing, though? Uh, Just take note, still to this day, because we are in middle of 2019, I still have yet to see a single negative... A word spoken by Trump about Steve Kerr, who has come out against him multiple times over the years, yes. or Greg Popovich. Yes, and LeBron. LeBron comes at him too, but he, he won't yeah, But I'm him. saying in terms of Trump oh. coming at them, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, yeah, he knows. He knows better than yeah, to he, go after. He knows those. where the electrified fences are. Yep. Yeah. So I, I just find that very, very interesting and telling. Yes. He'll come at black athletes and he'll come at women, but he will not come at Pop or Kerr. Go no. ahead. Um, but Rapino was 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 the one scoring all of the goals. Yep, all of the goals on penalty kicks, two nothing, beating France in France, or I, I think dominated. Yeah, she was kicking ass and taking names, yep. celebrating as she should, and and dominating. Then we had the uh, discussion on pay. Yes, and um, this is hard for me to fully. I guess understand where the money is coming from in terms of like the U.S. national soccer team. Yeah. Um, if it obviously they are performing leaps light years ahead of the men. Yes, the men aren't even World Cup eligible. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is. I think because the, the audience has heard me very voice uh, well demonstratively <laughs> uh, denounce the WNBA for the fraud of a league that it is <laughs> because of the subsidies, because of the fact that the uh, Ice Cube's Big Three League gets higher ticket sales than the WNBA. Um, this is a very different animal. And I'm not doing a 180, but I'm shifting gears and saying that because of Snoop Dogg and because of uh, 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 Miss, what's her last name again? Uh, Rapino. 
I'm with them to a certain extent. They're, the men make a substantially larger portion of money. Right. The men, U.S. men suck in terms of, uh, you know, World yeah. Cup. They're not going to any World Cups because they're not good enough. Right. The women's team is head and shoulders better. They're winning. This is their back-to-back World Cup that they yes. won. Um, they deserve more money. I will say the flip side is true for me as well. I think the men deserve less yeah. money. I think that they just need to come down. But we also have to, because I'm an economic student, we also have to be fair in terms of the fact that the worldwide World Cup viewership was down yes. for women um, over the course of you know this year, this year versus uh, four years ago. And the revenue that Women's World Cup brings in as a tournament compared to the men's okay. uh, World Cup is a fraction of. See, that's where my big questions in this whole algebraic formula were at. Um, obviously, I know men have been making X, women have been making X. Now, I don't know what factors into that, whether if it was ticket sales, jersey sales. All of the above. Uh, TV, TV, rev- TV, TV revenue. revenue. I don't know which... The percentages in terms of like what, which gives why the men are making that much more. Yeah. Everything obviously the, it's it, more high profile. It factors. I mean, the the results. Everyone wants to be like, oh well, this team's winning more. They should get paid. It, it doesn't. Business doesn't always work like that. No, it doesn't does not Surely always work doesn't. like that. Um, so I have no objection to the women making more. Uh, or in a perfect world, maybe equal. But but but, but that doesn't seem to be that. The outside factors that yeah. put money into these accounts let, make that possible. I, I don't know. Maybe let, I'm wrong, but I would want to see more numbers on this. Let me interject something really quickly that's very important. And I've said this about the WNBA as well. Uh, and I'll say it just in terms of sports business. If you feel you are not being paid, not just individually, but as a collection of players like you should be, there is one course of action that you have to take and be willing to take and that's not just in words and oh we will go on jimmy kimball and make Mm -hmm. people feel sorry for us and shame people on tv no you need to do some collective bargaining and do a strike the only way the nba and the nfl and uh national hockey league and major league baseball made any big time uh, improvements in their working conditions and in their compensation is by actually having the balls or ovaries in this case to go on strike. And if you are will not willing to do that, there's going to t- come a time when I'm going to tell you to shut the fuck up because I don't want to hear it. It's just lip service. So show and prove on that. And I say the same thing to the WNBA. Know your worth. See, this is where it gets a l- I understand that, but... Where it gets a little bit difficult, I think, just from the outside looking in, is that we're talking about just a team of collectively what, maybe fifteen mm-hmm. people, fifteen. But in all those cases, essentially, you have like uh, players' associations made sure. up of hundreds, maybe even thousands, sure, of different players or whatever. Um, where it's just like we, as a collective unit of five hundred players in this league, whatever a thousand in this league, we ain't going to work. Blah 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 blah. And I mean, even in the NFL, they had their strike back in the, like the eighties, where the, oh yeah, strikes and lockouts all the time. Now, when it's a little, when it's Olympic, World National stuff, I don't know if you can do that because if you're saying if these fifteen people that are obviously the best at what they do, yep. are just like nope, we ain't, we ain't playing or whatever, 
unfortunately... They're going to find some others. They're going to try to find some others. And I don't know if those other people that aren't maybe good enough or just missed the cut, if they're going to be like, this is a chance of my life. Of course it is. But you I don't know if they'll have that solidarity to stick together with what these women are doing you, over here. That's the thing with collective bargaining. That's what the thing with strikes. That was a risk in the NBA back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. That's a risk in the NFL. That's a risk in Major League Baseball. Strikes aren't easy. But if you know your worth and your value and you feel like you are being grossly underpaid and undervalued from either a working condition standpoint or a just underpayment standpoint, then your only real recourse is that other than doing a campaign of uh, public awareness, which the public gets distracted easily. But it's a, it's a it's a national team where they it comes around once every four years. Sure. You only have so many opportunities in your life. You're right. To actually even be a part of this so-called Agreed. team. Just like Olympics. I, yes. Well, Olympic-wise, it would be essentially if, let's say, the NBA players weren't getting paid to pay, play for the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, we need to... And, and there was no NBA mm-hmm. or whatever. Because obviously, the NBA cuts the big checks. That's where they're getting all their money from and everything. This, this women's national stage is, is essentially where they're getting all the attention. There's women soccer leagues. That nobody pays fucking any attention no, to. That's none. where they pick and choose all these these players yeah. from and brought them over. And nobody stuff. even knows if they have one of those teams in their local area. No, I would if we had somebody that said they they all about that. I would be, I would challenge them to please name some of these women's soccer teams because I sure as hell don't know what the fuck that name they some are. of the MLS teams. Goddamn it, yeah, nobody I can. Barely, yeah, I barely know any of them. So it's it's a little bit different in terms of like. The situation, how it's set up, unfortunately, no. I, the thing that that we're we're about to forget about it anyways, because this whole soccer conversation comes up every time, once every four years. Yep, and they they staggered it smartly where it doesn't fall in the same year. So essentially, it's a two year overlap in terms of when we actually pretend to care about soccer. Yep, they're they're involved. Obviously, it's going to be funny when all these other countries are playing soccer and the men aren't. Yeah, um, but we we don't really care about soccer. Uh, we don't. MLS is, is whatever. It's a niche fan base where they, they love their teams up in Portland and, and Seattle and they do their own thing. But in terms of like the general masses, we don't we, we don't talk about it on our major sports. No, it was, it, was, it was in a dead zone. The only thing yeah. on was regular season baseball and there weren't any major headlines even for that. Yeah. But if you're not willing to actually basically go to bat for yourself and uh, collectively do something, then... We're not talking about something. Let me put it to you this way. Nobody is going to gift you additional money. Uh, well, at, at, at Secret did that, that Procter Gamble, they gifted them like $537,000 okay. each. But Very chump change. Lo- yeah. Chump change yeah. was given, but I'm talking that about. That happening all the time. Is no. Yeah. Siri, and they wanted the goodwill. Yeah. But serious money, you know, when we're talking about for the entire group of you. Where there's a, a bump where you wanted to be on the same level or more than the men. That's not going to be gifted to you. You have to earn that by demonstrating your value. I see that you're valuable in terms of uh, you're winning. You're best in the world. There's no doubt about that. You've proven that twice in a row. But if you're not willing to go on strike to say, F y'all, we're the, we are the uh, athletes that the world wants to see when it comes to this sport. Then what are we really talking about? You need here? to do it year round too, because a lot of people don't know any of these names until that tournament comes around. Well, truth be told, I agree with you. It I think it's been attempted. 
you know, like you said, there are some women's uh, pro soccer leagues here in this country. Nobody gives a shit about them. Nobody knows anything about them. They're, they're, the tickets are basically free, like a high school <laughs> soccer game. Yeah. I mean, soccer is something that Americans pretend to like every four years if the U.S. is in it. Yeah. That's it. And we, we just got to be honest about that. Um, we all are very familiar with the game because a lot of us grew up playing it. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, it's especially for women... It's uh, it's the top like, I mean, head high school oh, yeah. sport for for girls. It's yeah. Softball and, and soccer. Yeah. It's and great. basketball. But yeah. yeah. But it, it's it's a uh, highly highly popular. It just hasn't gotten to that, uh, MLB, NBA yeah. type level. And right? they need to do a better job of promoting it and themselves. Yep. When the tournament's not going on, so they need to take keep. I mean. Obviously, it's cooling down now because the tournament's over. But they need to figure out ways to just keep their names out there, yep. get people interested, and keep the buzz and the conversation going. You know what they need to do? They need to borrow something from uh, basketball history. They need their own motherfucking Harlem Globetrotters oh, of women's basketball. Now, for those of you who don't know, some people who listen to this don't don't really know about the Globetrotters. Actually, the NBA owes the Globetrotters and basketball in general a debt. Uh, Globetrotters saved all of basketball. I know you won't believe me on that, but there's plenty of books on this. Uh, they beat the world champion NBA players back in the 50s. They actually went all over the world during uh, uh, the Cold War, even to Russia and Cuba and all of these other places, China during uh, communism and all that. This uh, You need something where there's global entertainment with American athletes that is truly fun and interesting. Put some Washington generals out there and showcase... Some, uh, what do they call it, the uh, bicycle kicks and all that other stuff. <laughs> do some exciting stuff and perhaps that can help promote the game yeah. in the off, in the interim three plus year period where you're not uh, the spotlight and maybe that can help. I don't know. But I will say this. If you're not willing to do a strike and you're not willing to be the Globetrotters, what are we talking about yeah, here? Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, very true. Um, it was a great NBA season. Uh, you know, the... There isn't. This is a dead zone in sports for me. Yeah, there isn't a whole lot else going on. I'm not watching a whole lot of baseball. Uh, yeah, uh, we get the lead up into football over the next couple months, uh, and obviously, it's still basketball news going around. Yeah, uh, and basketball's done a great job of making it a 365 day. Yeah, people watch the summer league operation. Uh, summer league. Yeah, you had the draft. Boom. It's like okay, yeah. summer league next. Like, instantly right off the bat. So it's it's uh, been really really awesome for basketball to uh, yeah. To uh, jump on that. I'll even say this, too, because there was one person who wanted to comment uh, several shows ago. Oh, you guys don't know anything about UFC. Have you seen any McGregor fights? No. Just like Stitch had said. Oh, was I right again on that? Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) I forgot about the... Exactly. We forget about the UFC. Yeah. Whatever. No McGregor. Jones had his fight a couple days ago, but nobody really... Is the buzz there? No. There you go. No. Yeah. There you go. And that's all we said. Because, just to clarify, never did either one of us say, oh, this was an arm bar, this was blah, blah. No, 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 no. Yeah. All we talked about was the hype yeah. and the buzz yeah. from a business standpoint. Getting the casual fan. And getting the casual fan. And that it was, we both said that it was problematic that the face of the league wasn't in that octagon. Yeah. That was a problem. They put their prize... I've said... I feel like I say this every time we talk. They put their prize chicken, their prize pig, out there for the slaughter. 
because they thought they could do a nice little exhibition with the boxing uh, Hall of Famer. Fooled a lot of people. And uh, people, oh, you just got to land a punch. Blah, blah, blah. Puncher's chance. And fucking derailed their whole fucking operation. Absolutely fucking derailed it. Killed it. The other prize pig went off to the to the WWE. Yep. Fucking and now she's off going to do motherhood stuff like that and blah and blah blah. That was another thing you called, rightly so. Yeah. A long time ago. I don't have anything against them whatsoever. Just like I don't have anything against women's soccer or whatever. I want the promotion and the elevation of different leagues. I really do. But it takes star power. I've said that again and again. It takes star power in NBA and NFL. Yeah. People want a storyline and they want to follow certain heroes or sheroes, whatever you want to call them. If they, if you don't see people you recognize and you, uh, the Joe public would think is the face of that league actually playing or fighting, I think that's a problem. There's nobody you want to see that moves the needle. You want there to say it's, it's, it's John Bones Jones. But every time we see him fight, it seems like, oh, his title gets stripped because he's doping Cheating. or whatever. Cheating. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody cares. That, that de- deflates yeah. everything. That we-, we saw Barry Bonds blast home runs into the freaking, into the ocean and yeah. stuff. And we don't give him credit for what he did, as amazing and as hard and as difficult as it was hitting 70-something home runs in a season that's never been re- touched. Never, never been done. Not even close. We were like, doesn't count. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Doesn't count. Because he cheated. And, and essentially, we have this guy in Jones who consistently, habitually is caught doping, on yeah. d- taking drugs, no, doing whatever. There's no defending it. That's that's off the table. We already talked about McGregor. Nobody wants to see. I don't care about seeing McGregor. McGregor's magic. His his. Fifth. He's just like uh, we talked about for from the Lakers head coach, former Lakers head coach Luke Walton. He's got a lot of some assault charges that he's facing yeah, as well. He, he's not just to put that out there. Interesting to go see. Uh, Rousey's gone, and then you want to tell me about Cormier being all oh, this guy's a star. I, Cormier was was the crying Jordan meme because he was getting he he can't he cannot beat the dope head that you the other dope head that you're promoting. So how am I supposed to back him when I know that one on one he can't? I there's no reason for me to think that he could beat him head to head. For me, just Lesnar. Lesnar's yeah. the other other name that Casuals knows, and, and no one really cares anymore about him. Just like we talked about with the NBA, when we talk about the NBA, what do we talk about? The stars. Yeah. When we talk about uh, when we talk about football, yeah. the, the, we're talking about Brady. We're talking about stars. We're yeah. talking about the people who put butts in seats, and butts in seats, and you know people who uh, cause you to hit that button for pay per view or whatever. Yeah, for Casuals. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Making financially, us, making us drop sixty dollars on for the UFC. Yeah. Fight or whatever. Even the guy. Do you remember the guy's name that that climbed over the cage? That did his e- eagle Eagle Russian. Yeah, that's eagle all, Russian. all we know him as. Yeah, no. I see, he hasn't been fought since. I mean, I think he may be suspended or something like that. But again, yeah. and again, I want to be real clear. It's not me even picking fun at at anything. I I want these leagues to succeed and whatnot, and I'm not saying that they're not su- succeeding now. What I am saying though is. You need your stars to shine brightly in order to elevate to another level. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not having your stars shining and you just have regular gameplay going on, it's not as compelling to someone who is not already a dedicated fan. Right. I, I want that to be crystal clear. If you have questions about that, where can they reach 
Uh, Stitch. Uh, you can reach us at uh, Hey It's Stitch on uh, the Twitterverse. Uh, just shoot us questions, give us topics to talk about. I uh, also want to give a quick shout out to uh, Serena, even though she lost in the finals. Uh, still doing her her amazing runs through tennis at 37 years old, which yeah. is completely way too old, insane, yeah, and everything. So uh, to me, that's the most dominant uh, female athlete, possibly uh, winner of our, our our lifetime. I don't think there's a doubt about it. Serena also had a wonderful quote recently where she was saying, reminding people of how much. The sport of tennis hated on her and her sister from the very beginning when they were high school age girls to current. A 20 year arc of nothing but shade and overt hatred and blatant racism, sometimes even Mm -hmm. sexism, aimed at the superstar, American superstar, of your sport. There is not a name in men's American tennis, you can tell me that has been playing in the Serena Williams era, off the top of your head, can you? Well, well, Federer, Federer and Nadal. Not American. Oh, American. I'm sorry, American. Not American. True, true. American men's tennis is in the fucking toilet. (laughs) And it has been for nearly 20 years. These two girls have kept it completely American tennis on top. Yes. And tennis owes her a debt of gratitude. She is a superstar. She is... In my mind, the goat. Yes. And um, we all need to remember it. Yes. Also, want to give a shout out to uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, winning the Masters. Uh, Good that for was him. Back in like April. Good for everything. him. So that was an uh, amazing comeback story, and for him to do it, and uh, th- he's somebody that moves the needle, obviously. Oh, sure. And that's uh, another. We don't care about golf. We don't tune in. I know Tiger. I if. I I tuned in. I of know on Sunday. Did. Okay, well let me let me stop and see what's going on with Tiger. Golf owes Tiger all of the monies, <laughs> all of the debt. <laughs> when he sneezes on a golf yeah. course, people pay attention. Yes, so they should. Again, superstars. I'm a broken record. Mm-hmm. Help your sport when they play. Yeah, he is the ultimate Jordan of yeah. golf, and that's. That's important. Yeah, even like we said, even if they lose, if they're still oh, if around they're in it. Yeah. and everything, then yeah, then people it moves the needle, brings the casual fan in. I'm a ca- I'm not even a casual golf fan. No, you don't I'm know a, anybody. I'm a helicopter fan. Yeah, I, I just come in out of middle of nowhere. Oh, but okay, it's Sunday. Yeah, I know it's what is the 16th hole. Okay, this is this is good where the action is. Yeah, whatever. For the next 20 minutes, I can watch him. Hit the ball yeah. and use whatever and he, club he, and pretend to know what the the, the wedge versus the, the fucking iron difference yeah. is. I'm putting now. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get angry when it's someone else on your screen besides Tiger. You're like, get back to Tiger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather see Tiger walk than this fucking... Superstars <laughs> put eyeballs on those screens. Um, hit me up. Now, listen, my, my Twitter page is a little bit... Um, um, NC17. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, so don't let your kids around you, but it's at Cthulhu's Prodigy, C-T-H-U-L-H-U-S Prodigy on Twitter. Uh, you will see kinks and you will see the hottest takes on Spider-Man the world has ever known. Stitch, we out this bitch. Yes, real G's moving silent like Giannis. Hose bad.